0: Burns' suppers are held all over the world to commemorate the life and works of Robert Burns, the Scottish bard. Burns was born on 25 January 1759 at a small cottage in Alloway in Ayrshire. So the supper is generally held on or around the 25th of January. They can be informal gatherings or as large an affair as the organisers wish. The first commemoration of Burns was held on 21st July, 1801, the fifth anniversary of his death. A group of his friends and patrons gathered at the cottage and toasted him with ale or wine, eating haggis and drinking well into the evening, lamenting his loss. It had been organized by the Reverend Hamilton Paul, although the idea was put forward by John Ballantyne, a former provost of Eyre. Only one woman was present, Primrose Kennedy, also known as Captain Kennedy, the well-known military hero. Until the later 20th century, the suppers were an all-male affair, with the exception of the cook. Today the toast to the lassies takes place to thank the cook or cooks for preparing the meal but also as a homage to all the women in Burns's life. Between 1801 and 1809 two celebrations were held however it was then decided that 25th January should be the main event of the year. 1801 also saw the inauguration of the first Burns Club, which was founded in Greenock by Ayrshire born merchants, a number of whom knew Burns. It was unfortunate that they held their first Burns Supper, organised by the Ayrshire Guild of Shoemakers, on 29th January 1802, as they firmly believed that was his birthday but the records were checked in Ayrshire and the mistake rectified. From these first Burns clubs, hundreds were set up all across Scotland by the 1830s, filtering through to the rest of the world who celebrate his work today. This was thanks to the Burns Air Festival of 1844 that it gained worldwide recognition. The Burns Club of Dunedin in New Zealand was established in 1861, with the London Burns Club founded in 1868. Edinburgh established its club in 1848. The Burns Federation followed and was formed in 1885, bringing all the clubs together under one umbrella. Burn suppers generally follow a rule of order. A piper at the larger gatherings pipe while the guests enter, with the host welcoming them. Then he says a few words about why the supper is being held. Once seated, the Selkirk Grace is recited. This is rather like a prayer being said before a meal. Some hay meat and canna eat, and some would eat that want it, but we hay meat and we can eat, and say the Lord be thank it. It is not, as many assume, a Burns work, but an older saying dating from at least the seventeenth century, and once known as the Covenanter's Grace. It is said the name changed after Burns recited it to the Earl of Selkirk at a dinner he was invited to and the name has stuck. Once the grace is finished, the first course is brought in. This is soup usually, cockaliki, scotch broth or potato. Sometimes Cullen Skink is served. It is then the turn of the haggis, a pudding made from sheep's offal, oatmeal and spices. And in days gone by, a sheep's head was also present for eating, but this hasn't happened for many years. While everyone stands, the piper leads the way to the host, although this is a 20th century addition to the supper. It is served on a large silver platter, still wrapped in its skin, ready for the knife to cut through. Now placed on the table before him, the host and guests sing, A man's a man for all that. He then picks up the knife, cutting into the haggis, reciting the address to the haggis, which Burns wrote in 1786. It begins Wherefore, your honest sonsy face, great chieftain o' the Puddin race, a boon them o' ye tack your place, pain stripe or thairn, will ye worthy, O grace, as lang as my airn At the line further into the address, his knife's the rustic labours decht The knife is sharpened by the host and is only plunged into the haggis when it reaches and cut you up with ready slicht, when he slits the haggis from end to end. A toast to the haggis is said, whisky drunk, then everyone sits down for the meal. This consists of the haggis accompanied with mashed tatties, potatoes, and mashed neep, turnip. Dessert is usually traditionally Scottish too, such as crannigan, which is cream, oats and raspberries, or a whisky trifle. Once the meal is over and the teas and coffees are being served, further speeches take place, beginning with the immortal memory where the host will speak of an episode in Burns' life or his works, followed by a toast to Burns' memory. It is then the address or toast to the Lassies, a fairly new addition to Burns' supper, where a guest gives a usually humorous but short speech, which is replied to with the reply to the laddies by a female guest. Originally, the toast to the lassies was a short affair, thanking them for cooking and serving the meal. Songs and poems of Burns then fill the air. The close of the supper is really a vote of thanks. Then everyone is invited to stand, take their neighbour's hands and sing Auld Lang Syne. This brings the ceremony to an end. Today, women attend Burns suppers. However, this has only happened in the past 50 years or so, even though an all-women's Burns Club had been set up in shots in 1920, followed by another in 1928. This was the Annan Ladies' Burns Club, which still runs today. It was as recent as 2019 that the Arbroath Burns Club finally allowed women to join, and although, in the minority, others, such as Paisley, still hold out. Although this is the running of a traditional Burns supper, people can still do their own thing to commemorate him. A few glasses of whiskey round a fire, reciting his work, and toasting him, works just as well.